Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to finish up chapter 26 in Matthew. This long chapter has really only covered a couple days during Holy Week. Recently we've seen Jesus betrayed and arrested. We saw him in yesterday's text before the Sanhedrin at the house of the high priest. Today we're going to read about Peter denying Jesus, which Jesus predicted Peter would do just a few hours ago after they shared the Passover meal together in the upper room. Verse 69. Now Peter was sitting outside in the courtyard and a servant girl came up to him and said, You also were with Jesus the Galilean. But he denied it before them all, saying, I do not know what you mean. There's one denial. By the way, before we go on, you remember in yesterday's text, it said that Peter followed at a distance after Jesus was arrested and brought to the high priest's home because he wanted to see how everything ended up. On one hand, this is Peter being courageous, like we know that he is based on other texts in the New Testament. But as soon as his personal safety is threatened, as soon as he gets associated with Jesus personally, knowing what's going to happen with Jesus, wanting to save his own skin, his courage goes away real quick. Verse 71. And when he went out to the entrance, another servant girl saw him, and she said to the bystanders, This man was with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, he denied it with an oath. I do not know the man. So this oath was not profanity. He wasn't swearing in that way, but he was probably calling down something sacred to legitimize that what he was saying was true. The exact kind of oath that Jesus warned people way back in Matthew 5 during the Sermon on the Mount not to take. Because when you take an oath like that, when you need to call on something outside of just your word being your word, let your yes be yes and your no be no, Jesus said, then it delegitimizes what you're saying. That's the second denial. Remember Jesus said he would deny him three times before the rooster crowed, two down, one to go. Verse 73. After a little while, the bystanders came up and said to Peter, certainly you too are one of them, for your accent betrays you. Now Peter and most of the other disciples were Galileans. The Galileans were looked down on and mocked by other Judeans in Jerusalem because of their accent. You could identify where they were from by how they talked. Peter's getting desperate. His response in verse 74 is a little more vehement than what we've seen so far. Then he began to invoke a curse on himself and to swear. I do not know the man. So this might be more like swearing to God, saying God can strike me down if I'm telling a lie, or whatever the specific phrasing of this would have been. So he has denied Jesus three times, and here's what it says right after that quote. And immediately the rooster crowed. Verse 7 And Peter remembered the saying of Jesus, Before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. And he went out and wept bitterly. Boy, friends, that is a tough passage. And I wonder if you have ever been so convicted by your sin that you have wept bitterly. I can tell you that I have. Years ago, when I was working with a ministry, there was a leadership crisis. I had privately, behind the leader's back, been very critical. And my criticisms to this day, I think, were valid. Well, this all came to a head. We had a meeting with the people who were on staff with this ministry. The leader had been hearing some of the things that had been said about him, and he asked us point blank, do any of you have a problem with my leadership? Do you trust my leadership or not? The honest truth for me was no, I don't. And I was willing to talk about that freely with people behind his back, but I was not willing to say it to him. And that day I kept my mouth shut. That was a rough meeting. The lack of support for his leadership eventually drove him out of the position he was in. And to this day, I would say that was justifiably so. But when I walked out of that meeting, I was so 
convicted by God. I knew what I was saying behind this person's back was wrong to say. I should say it straight to his face. And when I was given the chance to say it to his face, I was unwilling to do it. And here I was working for a ministry, trying to help Christians be more effective Christians. And I couldn't get this one basic thing right, despite the fact that I knew it was an issue of sin in my life. And I don't remember another time in my life where I wept bitterly, the way that I think Peter might have in this text, out of regret and remorse and embarrassment for sin. But I did that day. And I can say that an experience like that changes a guy. I'm not suggesting that I've been perfect since. In fact, I've talked about people behind their back since, which is not cool. Like, did I learn my lesson or not? But when you have an up-close, personal, emotional encounter with your sin, the way that I did, the way that I think Peter did based on how this text is written, it makes you more thankful than ever for Christ's death and resurrection, for the righteousness, the perfection that he lived, the penalty that he paid that is only available through faith in him. I believe this text is one of Peter's low points. And if you evaluate his life from here forward, and obviously the resurrection had a lot to do with that, and that hasn't happened yet. But I think the boldness with which Peter leads the early church, the guts he shows in proclaiming the gospel in hostile environments, in part goes back to this, this confrontation he had with his own failure and inability to do what is right, which lends itself to a greater appreciation for the gospel and a greater commitment to Christ than he had before. I bet many of you listening to me right now have had a similar experience. Let's not get too far away from that. Let's not take grace and forgiveness and righteousness for granted. Let's remember how flawed and broken and sinful and prone to fail we are. And then let's be ever more grateful for the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what he gives us through faith in him so that we don't ultimately have to pay the penalty for our failure and let that propel you and me into greater and greater fruitfulness for God's kingdom for the rest of our lives. Amen? Amen. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.